For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We're going to talk some NFL football because it is Sunday that we're recording on. We're also going to talk the NBA Finals, a hint of baseball, and a dash of Longhorn football, unfortunately. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History bottle. Back. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 279 coming hot at you guys. Then so 278. And I'm joined on this one by Alex. Toss me the rock. Tosopolis. How you doing today, man? I'm all right. Good. Got, to, uh, got to watch some NFL football, some finals basketball. Um, so I can't really complain. You know what you didn't see today? What did I not see? Baseball. No, but we'll see it tomorrow. We'll see it tomorrow. You know what would was interesting no one had work this weekend you know because you usually have the weekend off everyone's at home watching sports and around Mm -hmm. uh perfect time for baseball so obviously they didn't play it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh tales i mean i don't look if you uh, how many how many people are going to watch baseball over football college football or the nba finals it's a good point I mean, that's where the decision-making comes from. That's um, a good point. And, and for someone like me who still wants to watch sports during the week, I'm excited that, that there's baseball tomorrow. Okay, touche. I'll take that one. To there's, the- but there also is two Monday night games as well. Yeah, so realistically, we'll be watching those. Baseball will be during the day, though, right? Yeah, I mean, one of them, I think we're West Coast. I don't know how the time works even still. Right. Because you you, on Sundays, you can't take an LS. East Coast, you can take a lazy Sunday. West yeah. Coast, if you take a lazy Sunday— like we had a roommate who took a lazy Sunday today, mm-hmm. and one of our other roommates went up to me. He's like, "Are you? Where are you from? Are you even a Cowboys fan still? Like, get up and get out of bed, kind of deal." 
but to his credit, it starts wicked early here. Yeah, 10 a.m. On the dot. Rise or shine. You got to hear a coffee the day before. I I appreciate because the Sunday night game is much, it ends much, much earlier. It is a travesty in New York. Yeah. Oh, like I can only imagine. I mean, last week when we talked to Kobe Kretz, who is not even Eastern time, he's he's central central time. And even, even still, that was, that was tough to record after the Sunday night game. But tomorrow, um, I I appreciate when the playoffs occur, you know, during the middle of the day, because it's something you can kind of just throw on, especially with baseball, because you're not watching every single pitch anyway. Yeah. Um, but in, in the in the later innings, six through nine, I mean, those games get exciting. The games have been good. Yeah, we spoke about it last time. The games have been good. Nick's Padres are in it, and he's stoked. Um, hopefully, you know, I, I don't have much faith, but against the Dodgers, especially with Clev and Lamette, you know, not being healthy. But, but it's a short series, and it's a it's a rivalry series, which yeah. means a lot. Kershaw looked absolutely fuego my ego last time. Yeah, he looked sick, flaming hot. Cheetos good, like <laughs> bonkers. I, d- I doubt that Clayton Kershaw eats flaming hot Cheetos. Doesn't peg me as a flame. I saw. Hot guy. You, I saw him. You know, I I rock a man bun sometimes. And can we I, call it that? <laughs> I, I, little I, sprout. Little sprout. Yeah, little, little sprout. I saw him rocking a little sprout at Starbucks one time. I've told really? you. I saw. I told you. I saw. I, him I didn't Starbucks. know that he was also rocking a little sprout, and yeah, that's yeah. where the kind of the inception of little sprout came. He incepted me with little sprout at yeah. Starbucks while yeah. he was holding this kid, and he looked at me and he knew. This is one of the nicer things I've done. He said, if you if you ever grow it out, do it like this. He looked at me, I looked at him, and he knew that I knew it was Clayton Kershaw. And we have Clayton Kershaw. We had a Clayton Kershaw hanging up in the studio, but the earthquake knocked it down and shattered the glass. Yeah. Um, but we did have a Clayton Kershaw photo hanging up in the studio. It was a nice one. And I, I clearly know who the guy is. And he we, we acknowledged that I knew who he was. He looked at me like, please don't say anything kind of thing. Yeah. And I obliged. To um to clarify, when you said shattered glass, you meant the portrait, the glass that shattered from the portrait, not the well-known cinema flick starring Hayden Christensen, Shattered Glass. What's that one? That one's about uh, a journalist. Oh, we, we watched that. That was horrible. Plays a journalist. That, was, if the, <laughs> that was dog if, shit. If anyone is... I don't know how you do that. You if, like watch bad films sometimes. If anyone is yearning for a good like Spider-Man 3 type of laugh, go watch Hayden <laughs> Christensen in Shattered Glass. Um, along, he stars alongside a couple of notable actors. I, who <laughs> Whose names are escaping you right now? <laughs> I don't think... like I'm sure he's a nice guy. But like, doesn't that give your acting career hope sometimes? He's not. Gi- he's not given much in that, in that movie. I he, the, the dialogue was terrible. He blew Anakin Skywalker. I feel like he was. People, not good. I feel like it's up for debate. I think some people liked, liked his it? performance. Really? I don't know. I don't know. That's a <laughs> tough guy. You're being a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But where's his? He. It was like a career making role. You're supposed to was, not like Anakin Skywalker. And you don't like him. I'm supposed to not like the character, not his performance. And <laughs> you don't like either of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And both of the times, I'm like, come on, man. Um, but speaking of come on, man. That's uh, my that's my recommended must-watch film of the week, Shattered Glass. Oh, my God. 2003. <laughs> 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, I, I have found out during... During the quarantine, uh, it's hogwash. The Rotten Tomatoes is terrible. Hogwash. Yeah, it's a facade for sure. It's the most fugaze thing 
Okay, I said there was notable cast in this. Peter Sarsgaard, Steve Zahn, and Chloe Sevigny are all in that movie, who are all pretty well-known actors. Sure, yeah. So it's actually a pretty decent cast. They just no one, no one popped into my head when I when I was remembering the movie. But it is my movie recommendation of the week. Maybe that's something we can start. No, I'm into it. I yeah. think we could post it, and why not at this point? And why not? That's what I say. And you know what? Why not go to uh, our sponsor for the week? Yeah, the wait is finally over. Football is yeah. back. You might not be at the game this year, although plenty of people are, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. Um, lots of different great bets to be put down as the, the baseball playoffs unfold. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, NFL betting is really fun. You know, we, we've been putting down bets. From uh, from our Instagram, go check that out, Bookie Mets, where we make some picks this week. It's looking we're two and two right now, going into we've had a mediocre back to back weeks. First week was great. We're going into one I feel good about. Nick's lock pick of the week though hit hit. Nick's if you bet the Eagles plus seven, if you money lined the Eagles, you won. I thought that pick sucked. So did you? I did too until I until I was getting close to game time, and then I was like, okay. And we can get in that. We'll, we're going to get into this later. Yeah. But to me, it was just like Nick Mullins versus Carson Wentz, and I'm st- and I know, as much of a Carson Wentz hater as you are, that that San Francisco team, not just defense, not just offense, is depleted. I don't think I'm a hater. I'm just a non-believer. Okay. Well, he won. Yeah, he, he won tonight. He, he won the game. Yeah. He won. Played to win a game. Yeah. Played to win the game, and you bet to win. And you bet to win. And if you had put money down on that bet, if you had gone to BetOnline.ag, yeah and took an advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses, then you would have won. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, yeah. alongside Bookie Mets, because yeah. he's also a sportsbook expert. He knows what he's doing, and he looks good in that photo. It's a great photo you picked for him. It's actually a photo that Mookie Betts no, wore. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's a good, but it's he the like right He, like, dressed photo. up. Yeah, he put on some, some sort of hat, and if you get him just from the neck up, it, it looks like he's kind of like a Don Mafia boss. I think he's my favorite baseball player ever. I think. I don't know. It seems that way. You, you, you've noticed I love him. You do really like him. I love Mookie. He's awesome. I think he's, I think he's quite likable. I, it, was, it was Pedroia, but he kind of tailed off. Mm. Poppy's Poppy. I was like you like in, Pedroia more than Poppy? I did. I don't anymore. Okay. And I was a big he's, Poppy. Poppy's fan. aged better. Yeah. I mean, Pedroia is like our David Wright. He's not played. Right, he was not. In the last been like the last five years, he yeah, was just like on the roster, but not doing anything. He's just hanging out, yeah. which is unfortunate. But he's listen. He's done what he's had to do. So, but I think Moogie's my favorite player. I have a lot of fla- favorite play- flavor players in sports. There's a lot of flavors in sports as well. Um, one of my favorite athletes right now is number eleven on the Longhorn, Sam Ellinger. Um, so let's get into our first segment. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. You're kidding me. Kidding me? Are you kidding me? This guy? Are you kidding me? Kidding me? Are you kidding me or what? You've got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, you got to be kidding me! You got to be kidding me, Longhorn football. I mean, you were like, you didn't even like want to talk about it. We didn't. We barely talked about it. We didn't watch really... the game together. And you said to me, Toss said this. He goes. If the Horns and the Cowboys keep losing like this and the way they lose, 
I'm going to quit being their fans. And I don't know if I could ever stop bleeding burnt orange, you know, but at this point, what no, are we I mean, doing? I'm, I'm still a Longhorn fan, still a Cowboys fan. Yeah. But I, it's the same, it's the same style of losing. And it has been the same style of losing for both teams for the last five, six years. It is since we were in college, seven years. It is for the horns, all glory. Cowboys even before that, honestly. Yeah. For the horns, it's all glory, no guts. And what I mean by that, everyone is trying to play the hero half the time instead of do their job. There are two plays specifically in offense that I could point to on that notion. One being, and look, I actually I like Keontae Ingram. I thought he that was some of the best running I've seen him do. He ran powerfully. He ran with his head down, and he put his body into it. He looked very good on Saturday. I thought Jake Smith looked like a very good young wide receiver. Yeah, he had a crucial, crucial third down drop. That's what I'm getting at. All he, you have, he did look good. He looked, he looked good. good, but all you have to do is catch the ball, then turn up field and get a first down. I, nothing more, nothing less. Listen, if you get the touchdown, unbelievable, but your job is to catch first down. That is your job right there. His eyes were halfway down the field. Yeah. Yeah, he had already started to, he to was look to the play down the he was field, making. And it's like, dude, listen, we want you to make the big play, but we need you to get the first down. Keontae Ingram, we're three yards away from the goal line. He reaches, it's first down. He reaches for the ball, it's nowhere near. It is nowhere near. It is, no. it he is got st- Dr. Got Fauci, he got stuff. six feet apart, nowhere <laughs> near. And he got stuffed, but he reaches the ball out because he's trying to make that play and be that guy. Sure. I I mean I do I had a, I was I have I have a bigger I have a bigger like point of contention with the fact that he caught that pass five yards ahead of the DB know. with open field and a Texas running back. You're gonna tell me this this you're gonna tell me that a Texas running back, a starting running back He's on not Texas. a barn burner though. I mean it ha- we've seen guys get caught. But but neither was Foreman and he would have he would have scored that play. So you think he took the heart out of the hustle? A little bit. I'm not saying he was dogging it, but like you gotta know that you gotta put on the Jets. That's I mean, when you put on the Jets. I wish he housed that. Would we wouldn't be dealing with no, this right and now? And then, and again, I a little bit not on him. This is not the NFL. Yeah. This is college football. Yeah. Where the coaches make a tremendous impact on the substitution process. Uh huh. And some of these guys don't know when they can come out. I remember very distinctly last year there was a play. I had Chris Carson on my fantasy team. He had had a fantastic drive, probably like 65 all-purpose yards on the drive, catching, running, running yeah. got to the goal line, and he pulled himself. He pulled himself. They put in— um, Oh, so you would have rather— They put in the backup. Who, who's, who's the, they put in Penny, and Rashad. Penny stuffed it in the end zone, and I was disappointed as a fantasy fan. But it makes sense. in retrospect, that's a mature player. Chris Carson's a fantastic NFL player, by the way. Just He still is. He Concussion protocol today, came back in the game. Had two touchdowns on the ground. It looked fantastic. Um, besides the point, Keontae Ingram, he had a, after he had that sixty-yard catch, he has another like seventeen-yard run. The guys, you're gassed. Pull, you want him to pull himself or have the coaches put pull Roshan him. Johnson in. He was hurt, but put him Bijan Robinson, whoever, who was like completely underutilized. For sure, he had that one kick return at the beginning where he was uh, awesome, electric, but it got called back. Unfortunately, um, miscues. They had they had the word miscues up on the screen describing the way we played that game. Yeah, I would have loved. To, but point being, I would have loved to have seen Keontae Ingram subbed out. Yeah, 
run a RPO with Sam and see if you can get something across the middle. If not, let him go into the end zone. Send Eagles to the corner. And, and it doesn't have to be in the hurry-up because you had plenty of time. Yeah. And they went hurry-up and they forced it. And, and I think that, you know, he gets put in this position, tries to make a play. You can't discredit him for trying to make a play, but you can discredit him for not being savvy in that position. But if you take the guy who's gassed out, he doesn't make that play. You have to, but you have to know in, if you're in that position and it's first down, if you feel yourself getting stuffed, you tuck the ball and you go down and you go to second down. Not, it's not third down here. Right. Right? That was frustrating. Ash, I was hyped about him as a defensive coordinator. And I know Mitchell got ejected. A day away, got hurt. Got ejected. He, I I don't believe she should have been ejected. No, but th- okay, listen, we had got two of our linebackers go out, and everyone's making that excuse. That does not excuse the fact on Duggan's touchdown run, there was no one in the middle of the field. Yeah. They are running that play all game. It is a game of adjustments. Where is that roving linebacker in the middle of the field? Well, he looked he looked to the outside because there was a receiver in the slot who took his attention, and Duggan noticed that. I mean, that's, uh, yes, it was a defensive mistake by a second-string linebacker for Texas. It's unfortunate that he's in the game. I don't believe Mitchell makes that same mistake. But you got to give credit where credit is due. Duggan made that read and took advantage of it. And not only did he take advantage of He had a great game. He had a great game. He's the best player on the field. A hundred percent. And he had a great game. But we're giving it to him every time. Yeah, he's I Willy mean, Wonka, and this is his chocolate factory, and he's prancing through the whole field with it, like right up the middle. We're running four wide with five defensive backs. We're up three. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Like the 25-yard line? Their, he's their rush leader, right? He's their rush leader. He's their carries leader. I don't know why we weren't spying him the entire game. And he's not game. that fast. He's pretty fast. But he's like not like barn burning. He's not like fast he's Marcus. He's, he's faster than Sam. But it's not Marcus Mariota on the pitch. No, but he was a very smart runner. He's very efficient. I mean, he looked like he looked like Colt. He was smart. It was yeah. like a Colt style running where he's 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 a step faster than Sam. Sure. Not quite as strong, but he's definitely shiftier. And if you let him up in open space, he can beat a guy. I mean, open space, he went in untouched. Yeah. They practically Well, that wasn't his only run. Uh, they practically again, he just ran 17 welcomed him through. He ran 17 times that game for two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, I think that you didn't want to, you wanted him to beat you over the top. Look, he threw the ball really well, too. Um, but towards the end of the game, he wasn't throwing the ball as and we well. Were, well he was, we were getting more, better pressure on him. Yes. We, we, we started to get better pressure on him. And, and I think th- Ash was dialing up some, some nice things that I hadn't seen, some stunts, getting a day away involved when he was on the field. Yes. Um, Osai had a nice little stunt he's where he good. came in. Osai's he's our, he's he's our best defensive player. Yeah, and he's, he's really good. I mean, At least but best defensive pass rusher. I think Stearns is our best defensive player. And well, on he that, went on down that, again. On that crucial third down, though, but on that, at the end of the game, it's third and long. We had just fumbled, and if we don't get the stop here, we're pretty much burnt toast, right? We're they're gonna not they're gonna be able to run down the clock, and we'll maybe get the ball, which we didn't, with like five six seconds left. Yeah, he has Caden Stearns in Vietnam. He's like with Bevo and the handlers. He's like on the other side of the field, like fifteen feet off the guy. Yeah, easy first down. Like where Ash? Come on, put some pressure on the effing line. Yeah, I mean, th- I, it was I a just, lackadaisical game. All, all of that. Ahead said, of OU, we who's own two now. One and two. Did they win? They have a game. They have a win. They won. Oh, their first they won week. their first game. Okay, but they lost. They've lost two weeks and two weeks straight. You think they're gonna lose three in a row? 
I would put my money on them if in this game. I just we're sloppy. We're a sloppy team. Sloppy. And our leader is not a first round quarterback. He's not. No. Unfortunately. He was less than fifty percent completion rate. It's not. I mean, he had some bad drops, but no, he, he, looked, had, he looked. He looked inaccurate. Looked, he looked pedestrian. That was the worst. One of the worst games I've seen him play. He, unfortunately, and th- this is the time where he's supposed to take over and really be the guy. I mean, we were asking of that of him last year, but this—he's a senior. He truly is a Heisman candidate. I think when when all things are clicking, I mean, you know, you have a a, a bad Jake Smith drop, you have a Brennan Eagles drop in the end zone. That does not help, but. You've got to get it done. And yeah. He had some errant passes. He really did. This may this conference may be OK states to lose here. <laughs> That's wild. Um, but th- their offense is good, and you know what? The defenses look nice too. I know they've played some not great competition, right? And they just beat, I feel they like just it's anyone's Kansas. to lose. I but this and this could also be a situation where everyone just beats the living shit out of each other. Yeah, I mean, why? I don't I don't see why TCU couldn't beat any other team in the oh, in, in, totally. in the Big Twelve. And then. First, I mean, any you know, I love having college football. It's been a little under the radar because the NBA is going on right now. The finals, NFL's back. It's taking a lot of uh, presence in the media, and then ditto with the MLB playoffs. So I feel college football has kind of gone under the radar. There's no Big Ten yet. The Pac-12. Oh my God, is that not the worst conference? Who? What crackhead is running that? If you don't mind Wikipediaing that for me, what? Living crackhead is running the Pac-12. We're skipping the season. We're not going to play up. We're playing mid-November. Larry what are, Scott. Larry Scott. Can't trust someone with two first names. There you go. Larry Scott. Some crackhead BS over there. That's what he's running. Big Ten's coming back finally. Jay Chicken uh, Cutlet. Yeah, Jay Chicken Cutlet. Crack. I mean, the SEC, though, is going to send two teams. And I'm curious. I think For Flo- sure. Flor- Bama looks unbelievable. I think Florida's the second-best team in the SEC. Georgia looked pretty good. Georgia, I think Georgia dominated Auburn. They Auburn, really uninspiring game. I mean, I don't think they deserved to be a top ten team anyway. Bo, um, Bo Nix is not what everyone thought he was going to be. No, we really, really liked him. We liked him at the beginning of last year. He was okay. He we was go, okay, but he was a freshman, so that's so we, we gave him like, extra credit. Okay, you know what? We gave him a little, yeah, we gave him a little easy. Well, he's got great wheels, but he's just not a good. He's just not a good thrower. No, and it's not like the Georgia offense was like dialing up anything crazy. I mean, Smart's an unbelievable coordinator, a defensive mind. Yeah. He's a great defensive coordinator. He's a great defensive coach. I think the offense is going to be an issue because I don't know if Georgia – look, I think Florida's defense is not as good as Georgia's. But Excuse it, me, I, Auburn wasn't top ten. They were 13, but still. It, it could keep up. Now they're 13. They were number seven. They were, they were right? Okay. Four, yeah, you, you, okay. you had it. And then – Next th- was 21 for 40. Yeah, he's brutal. He was I also th- eleven for eight on the ground, so he wasn't he wasn't good with his legs either. No, Bama is legit. LSU had a great bounce back game, albeit against Vanderbilt. Yeah, uh, but they took care of business, and you know who didn't? Mississippi State. Yeah, welcome. Well, welcome back to Earth, KJ Costello. We were all like ready to jerk him off, me included. But I feel like that happens with Leech teams all the time, right? Where they have these like these lapses where they're they're not electric. You can't lose that game. The Razorbacks aren't good. They're I, not. I think it was a Tennessee's a good football team. They are. They've won eight straight since uh, since last season. Coming into this season, they're pretty under the radar. Not they could give. They can make an upset. Look, that team this, can run the ball. Yeah, Multi- multiple threats. And their they, quarterback they the is like pretty efficient. Chandler Gray though could be the best backfield in all of college football. Yeah. And then you got our boy Bouchelle at SMU. 
stymied the Memphis Tigers. He had an unbelievable game. They're going to be ranked. And then I, I just really like this Florida team. Trask is could be this year's Burrow. I, 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 it's been a long time since I've seen a guy as good as Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's, he's a, I think he's the best receiver I've seen tight in the end. last like three. I know he's a tight end, but I can't even call him that because he's a receiver. He's definitely better than Font was for, for sure. sure. Well, he's, but that's what Font was pegged as. He's more athletic than any of those guys that are in the NFL currently who are that that pass-catching tight end. I, I think he's really... The, the, even the ones that have been... I mean, Hawkinson's bigger. Kelsey's right? pretty dang good. No, 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 no. I mean, of recent years. Of recent in the last, years? like, three years. There's a he's, lot of young guys who have a lot of promise. He's the best passing... I, if I could really remember correctly, he's the best pass-catching tight end I've seen, ironically, since the former Florida Gator. Since Hernandez. Since Hernandez. I, I agree with that. His after-the-catch ability and his just... Catching traffic is uh, he's on un, he's unreal. Someone, and in Trask and him have a great connection. Someone asked me if he could be the highest tight end ever taken. I don't know. There's a lot of quarterbacks. This, this this Trask could be a, fir, a quarter, first round QB. Unlike Sam, he does look like a first rounder. Right yeah, now. he looks great. He looks fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I think those two teams are the best two teams in the SEC. Um, followed by Georgia, though. Followed by Georgia. I was happy that LSU had a nice bounce back. Disappointed in Mississippi State. No one's going to sniff Trevor Lawrence and, and the Tigers. No. I mean, UNC can, is cute, but it's not going to happen. Mac. He's, yeah, ranked higher than Texas, as our boss reminded us in a loving text message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what happens this year? Are people going to be gunning for for Tom's head? Is that is that what happens? He's 2-2 two and two with a loss at home to TCU. And he loses to OU, who's one and two, and has been the worst OU team. And I, I'm a firm believer that Rattler's going to be good. I just think he needs some to get his sea legs a little bit. I mm-hmm. don't think he was as ready as like Murray or Mayfield were. Okay. I or mean, hurts. the expectation was that he was going to be the starting quarterback since last offseason. I'm not saying he didn't have the time to get ready. I'm just saying I don't think he is as ready. Okay. I think he he has room to grow, and he's younger. Yeah. But I think I'm not going to sleep on this team. I'm not. It, they're not. They're better than their record are is, and I Oklahoma. think yeah. I think that they, we we might be walking into a sleeping giant. Yeah, I will say that while we lost this game, we were very sloppy. Both sides of the ball were coached better than they have been. I think it, that made this game tight. Like we we were put into this. Our coaching didn't take us out of this. Our game. red zone defense was good, but they were in the red zone often. We they they had to settle for a lot of field goals. We we got yeah. lucky in that regard, for sure. Lucky, but you do have to make the plays to stop them. On, but how on third many? Down. And yeah, we could say the coaching's been better, but like, how many penalties did we have? We had a, too many. We had a bomb of a pass downfield, up oh, a legal man downfield. You gotta know yeah. where you are, man. I'm no, sorry. No, they just weren't. They just weren't know. ready to play. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, you want to talk about another team that wasn't ready to play uh, this weekend. Uh, let's go to Maybe I Was Wrong. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, you're very good looking. I'm not attractive. Maybe I was wrong. I thought I almost drank the Paul Pierce Kool-Aid, dude. I was like, for the first time in history... A, it's going to start raining men. 
and B, Paul Pierce is going to be right, the Lakers are going to sweep the Heat. And Jimmy Butler was great. And the Lakers were lackadaisical, similar to our Longhorns. Lackadaisical is the word I could describe the Longhorns. Yeah, but the Longhorns... Okay, here's what I was talking about with one of our roommates as we went to go pick up food today. I said, Texas, in the same way that Michigan always feels like they have like these great teams and these great records and these great these the success totally. owed to them, we are owed nothing. Nothing. And consistently, OU is better than us. Consistently... Yeah. TCU has beaten us. What are they, 6-2 and two in the last eight, eight games since they've, they've come to the Big 12? They've come way seven closer. 7-2, actu- actually. They've come way closer to the playoffs than we have. They got shut For out sure. that one year, and Same, people were and pissed. Ba- and Baylor did, too. Baylor might, should have probably gotten in that year. Baylor has been way closer than we have multiple times as well. Point. My point being is we have never been Ohio State. No. We have never been Alabama. Mm-hmm. LSU hadn't either until yeah. last year, and they took care of business, and they proved everyone wrong. Yeah. We still even haven't even been Georgia, really, no. because they've gotten there. Yeah, yeah, we beat them in the Sugar Bowl, and they were a better team, and we outperformed them because we were ready to play, and they weren't because yeah. we were the underdog. Yeah, but that's kind of where Georgia is. They're in that. They're in tier two. And we're in tier three, and every in Alabama and Ohio State and Clemson are in tier one. That if we were a great program that went over Georgia, would have carried over, and it didn't. I didn't know you had that much left in the tank on Texas. I'm sorry, I jumped in the gun. In the no, next I segment. just forgot that, that that had popped into my head. No, and I just like really thinking about it, and I think that's what 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 gets me tired and exhausted of watching them is yeah. that there's this expectation, this whole like Texas is back thing, and every time we win. We say that we're back. Couldn't be less back. I don't even need to get into that. Yeah. That's just like everyone's done with it. But I think the Lakers are back. I think they got sloppy tonight. I do think the Lakers, we talked about this last pod, and I don't, I don't like my mind hasn't changed. No. The the Lakers, he's not losing, are the best team in the NBA. If they weren't the best team, then the other best teams are now out because they were in the Western Conference. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sold on this team, though. I am. I uh, LeBron is is. I am the best. not sold on this team winning another one. Here's. Uh, I, I don't think that they can. I think if they somehow blow this, which I really don't think they will, I would be. It would be one of the most surprised I've ever been. Now, granted, the Heat looked like the better team. All it takes is one the game, game to give yourself momentum that rides through a series. I know that LeBron will make adjustments. I know that he will. AD had a. He wasn't there. He well, didn't he show in, up. He was in foul trouble. Why is I he just, it's a inex- horrible... It's inexcusable to lose a game to a team. Yeah. Sorry. To a Heat team that didn't have Drogic mm-hmm. and didn't have Bam Adebayo, who's starting Myers Leonard at center. It, it's... You can't do that. You, I don't care that you have seven games to beat them. Beat them in four. Go home. Everyone wants to get out of the bubble. Beat them in four and go home. I agree. But I do think this is a team where... Jimmy Butler, and we say this sometimes, where is he offensively? Why does he sometimes, there's, there's multiple halves of I quarters think a lot where of times he, he disappears. Just, he's just trying to get other guys involved, and he doesn't want to do it. Because he can do it. He, yo, but also, clearly. But on the opposite side of that, if you're Frank Vogel, if you're LeBron James. He didn't take a three, by the way. He didn't need to. No one can stay with him. He gets a foul call every single time. He's, he's a great manipulator of his body. And, great uh, finisher around and, the rim. And of the, offici- uh, of the officials. Um, he's a great finisher around the rim. He's a great free throw shooter. Yeah. And he's fantastic in transition. Obviously, he gets a lot of steals he's and gets out in the open a lot. But Jimmy Butler's going ISO on Contavious Caldwell-Polk. 
force him to pass the ball to Jay Crowder and make him beat you off the dribble. Do not just let him at the top of the key with 10 seconds left go to the rack and get a foul call. At the end of the game, when you're down six, what are you doing? LeBron gets on him less than a minute left in the game. I don't care at that point. You've already lost. There are guys in this team that were celebrating early. Yeah, 100%. Saw it in the first play of the game, that alley-oop to Dwight. He's skipping and prancing around the court like they've won the game. It's 2 nothing. First play of the game. Jimmy Butler is a no-nonsense guy. The Heat did not adjust. You don't like Frank Vogel very much. I think he's a terrible coach. I don't think he's that great. I think he to he's this— not terrible, obviously. He's an NBA head coach. He knows the game of basketball. I think he's a very overrated head coach. He, to this day— Look, has, he'll he'll probably be an NBA Finals champion at the end of this. Ah, uh, Ty Lue's an NBA Finals champ. He's going to be I, a head coach again. I agree. He, to this day, has one of the dumbest moves and adjustments I've ever seen, and that was when Game 2, Pacers Heat, or Game 1 or 2, Pacers Heat, I think maybe Game 1, in Indiana, was when Roy Hibbert was good, LeBron on PG. Yeah, and took Hibbert out of the game. And LeBron blows past PG and goes right to the rack with nobody home. Yeah. And you're sitting there and going, Frank Vogel. And one dunked on him, didn't he? No, just defending. He just lay up. Lay up. Lay up. Oh, it was actually the opposite way around where Paul George had that and one dunk on LeBron that one year. It was an awesome play. And it's like, are you high? (laughs) Like, are you high? And today, this. Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? Yes, to both of them. (laughs) Frank Vogel. Morris looks fine. Kuzma, who I'm not, uh, I don't get jazzed over, looked good. He looked really good, actually. Yeah, but Morris brothers are always ready to take shots at the end of the game. That's what they live for. They're going to hit them or not. They. Gonna, they live for him. But, like, the two you, of them and again, do you want uh, – he shot six for 11. Do you want him shooting 11 threes? Five for 11. Five for 11? Still pretty good, No, though. but, I mean, it's better than, like, Danny Green is – come on. Danny Green is he, not look. He's not he looking in his playoffs. He has not looked good. I look, at, I look at what happened here, and, yes, okay, the Heat dominated in the paint. They scored 52 points in the paint. The Lakers scored 34. The Lakers have, what, like five players over 6'10". That shouldn't happen. Um, the Lakers hit more threes than them. The Heat just shot the ball better in general. They both shot 20-plus free throws. They both made 20-plus free throws. The Lakers out-rebounded the Heat 11-3 on the offensive glass, as they should every game. And the assist block steals are all pretty comparable. The kicker, though, and why I say that they weren't ready to play was because they had 19 turnovers, 12 of, which, 12 of which came from Anthony Davis and LeBron. Eight turnovers. I mean, yes, he's a walking triple-double, right? But if you turn the ball over eight times... I'm with you. The quadruple-double is not what we want. Not what we want. Dude, he had the, the poke away by Olenek at the end of the game. That was the that was it. The minute Olenek poked away that ball, yeah. and they got it, like two minutes left, and they took it, and they scored, that was over. Get on, get on the officials for calling travels on LeBron because he does it all the time. He had two. And he had two really Fourth. bad ones in the paint. He's like looking around I'm like, dude, you're li- he picked up his pivot for like twice. Yeah. Like once he got gotta away play, with it. You got to play within the rules. You you still, uh, the same rules apply to you as they as they do to every other basketball player. I expect him to make those adjustments um, to be more aggressive at the end of the game to get Anthony Davis into his good, into a good headspace where he's attacking the basket, he not settling disappear. for fadeaway jumpers. Clearly he can't disappear. They need him. He can't come out of this thing with 15 points. Yeah. He can't go 33 minutes and have five rebounds. 
He's done it multiple times where he's had thirty. He's had twenty five plus points, but only three three rebounds. I hate that. That can't happen if you're if you're that tall. He is too big. Well, he's and too t- strong to have five rebounds. He also can go and give you a game where he gets thirteen rebounds because he's working down there. Because if he's working, no one can stop him from getting that ball. So where? Why was he not working, Vogel? I don't know. Why? 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 You are a, you're a team that gets to the Super Bowl by running football. You're gonna pass. Yeah. Come on, man. I you know I mean LeBron just, passed Stockton though by the way tonight in playoff. Assist. Yeah, it's really 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 impressive. That's I mean I just like if you go if these games are close in the fourth quarter and you're forcing other players to beat your guys. And LeBron and Anthony Davis aren't taking the shot every single time. I'm going to take the Heat supporting cast. I'm going to take Tyler Hero driving against Rondo. Hero. I, Rondo's a tremendous defender, but Tyler Hero is younger. He's more spry. He's better at the basket right now, than, and he's taller. So, yeah. Would you ha- rather have Hero or Kuzma? Hero. That's like the easiest question. Robinson or Kuzma? Robinson. What, I mean, it's, yeah. that's, that's easy, too. They have a good bench, and you let them get a game where they really should. Look, Kuzma have. had 19 tonight. He he was a good scorer. But that's the best he can be. That's his best game, and that's a problem. I also think that Robinson demands attention from a defensive perspective always. Kuzma does not. Well, you, I want Kyle Kuzma to kill me. You cannot leave. I want Kuzma to go for 27. You can't leave that kid open. No. You cannot give he you can't give him anything. He's, he like, had, he's already like Corver, where it's like he's shooting, taller. he's falling to the right, he's falling to the left. His body seems like it's way out of control, and he knocks it down. That last three he had was just like that's ridiculous. He called game straight up. He's like, <laughs> we're not. He's like, this is over. Yeah, after he saw Tyler Hero's smug grin after that M one, that's awesome. <laughs> hey, they're young guys with attitude, man, and yeah, it stems gonna, from they're going to play with nothing to lose. And Butler's so I a think great leader. I don't expect them to win this series, but. I wouldn't be surprised if if this series goes the distance now. I'm wow. not even kidding. Wow. Udonis Haslam got in their heads. And so did Jimmy Buckets. LeBron's got to step it up. Yeah. And he he will. He will. He will. He, he was he was still really good tonight. No, um, yeah. I mean you but you need Anthony Davis to be great. But now you both need them both to be great. You can't yeah. win this thing if they're not both great. Right. So now we know that. And who knows, Bam might be back next game. Trouble. Very much so. All right, speaking of trouble, some teams were in trouble in the NFL. We're going to do something new. It's going to be fun. Uh, we split it up, Toss and I, 30 to 45 seconds. Describe okay. the game. You have the list. We, we, we divvied it up. These aren't like timed. This is kind of off the we've cuff. Been, we've been long-winded so far. So. We've been long-winded so far, but I think we could do it. I think we could do it. Sure. You go first. You give me a team. I'll go and give you a team after that from the list. Okay. Um, let's kick it off with... Two teams that were 0-3, the Texans and the Vikings. The Vikings are no longer 0-3. They won this game. Describe this in 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah. Fire Bill O'Brien. Get him the fugues out of Houston. Get him out of there. He is wasting everyone's time in Houston. Guess what? They're 0-4. Guess what? They don't have a first-round pick. Next year. Trouble. How do you spell idiot? B-I-L-L-O-B-R-I-E-N. Bill O'Brien. Vikings, two problems. One, they're one and three. Another problem, Cousins threw to like four guys today. 
even Burrow, you, if you want to win games in the NFL, you need to spread. Russell Wilson throws like 10 guys a game. Breeze, 10 guys a game. It's their bread and butter. That's how you really get it done. Joe Burrow threw like nine guys today. Kirk Cousins threw like four dudes. Well, they're not asking Kirk Cousins to throw to eight different guys. But they kind of, their offense is just— Their offense is dependent upon Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook. And that's a problem. He's because been really good. He was really good today, and they won. Really, but there's, but they're one and three. And well, you, they the, need to have more imaginative offense, and their defense, their defense isn't what it was last year. No, Hunter's hurt, and Ngakwe has been fine. And other than that, he, they've had some injuries, and right. it's not what it's been. But they're one and three. Bears are three and one. The Packers. Shame are on the people be, that were like, "Oh, Thielen's done," because nah, Jefferson's great. there. If anything, he's it's better for him that he's there. I don't mind the Diggs trade. I'm cool with it. I just think that yeah, Jefferson's he, he's going to end up being great. They could be a team that takes a quarterback first. Look they out. could. They could. All right, a guy that they can ask to do that stuff because they're not comfortable asking Kirk Cousins to do that. Yeah, agreed. All right, you're up. Uh, your boy from LSU, the mustache, Bengals, Jags, thirty forty five seconds. Yeah, I mean, wh- what else to say other than Joe? Got his first win, and deservedly so, because right. he won that game. And he's almost won other games already. The guy is a competitor. He hates to lose. Some of the similar type of fire. Not 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 drawing comparisons to Tom yet, but but he he's got the same fire. He loves he loves winning. He expects that from his team. Um, and this is a team that that they're better than. And I think this is a Bengals team that we continue to say is farther along than we all thought they were going to be. And they have, and a lot of it has to do with the weapons that they have put around Joe on offense. Joe Mixon finally gets his bounce back game. He was tremendous on the ground, 150 yards, 25 carries, two touchdowns. Even Gio Bernard got 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 some action, and he's got he's got this. I mean, receiving crew. You know, Uzoma goes down, but Drew Sample has stepped in nice. T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and if you line him up against Gardner Minshew, they're going to take care of business. Nice back, nice bounce back game from DJ Chark. Cool to see that for him. Cool. Another LSU guy. Love an LSU guy getting his. Oh, LSU, man. I'll go to you again. Crazy. Me and my friend were talking to each other. He went to Alabama, Crimson Tide guy. I was like, is it not just wild how many skill position players, specifically wide receivers, there are from Alabama and LSU in the NFL, two teams traditionally known for run-heavy offenses? It's crazy. Yeah. They're all over the place. It's also Alabama, LSU. The best players go there, regardless. And that that's so funny though. Like if I were a top tier wide receiver, I guess if I'm from the Southern United States, I would want to go there. But like Ohio State, just like your receivers end up shining so much better. Yeah, but lately, same thing with Clemson. Lately though, I mean LSU's always had good receivers, and Bama always had really good receivers. Bama, Bama, was, has, Bama has made the switch. Made the switch a lot quicker. Yeah, LSU really it was just last year when they made the switch. Yeah, but today we saw. Darvis Landry throw to Odell Beckham. We'll get to that game. For sure. Right soon. now. Right now. Oh, we're going to get to this I'm one. I'm going to throw it to you right now. Cowboys-Browns. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, the defense is the worst defense in the NFL. Currently. Horrible. Currently, they gave up 300 rushing yards on the ground. Can't have that happen. You can only ask your offense so much. Dak threw for 500-plus. He doesn't care about that. We don't care about that. The only reason why he's throwing for that, this is similar to last year when you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and why Jameis Winston was such a good fantasy quarterback is because they were behind and throwing constantly. That, that was more so Jameis's fault than it's been Dak's. Dak had a couple turnovers, and Zeke's turned the ball over again. Sure, and they had three turnovers in this game that were absolutely crucial because the, they were all none of them were in the fourth quarter, except for that last pick. pick. Yeah, but like okay, that's over. At it, that the point. game was done, and we were, you know, just 
grasping at straws at that point. But you have two fumbles, Dak and Zeke. That's not good. Capitalize um, on both the Browns did. They did. They did. And in a game where turnovers really, really matter, especially with the Stefanski-led offense that is that is clicking right now. The Browns, people are not really looking at this team like they're a great NFL team, but they're 3-1 and one, they've taken care of business. Yeah, and Jarvis... Chubb goes down and it doesn't even matter. Uh, he, well, Hunt's good. Yeah, Hunt's great. Hunt's and great. Odo Beckham also added on some, some nice rushing yards there. Everyone in my fantasy league who I tried to package people with Odell Beckham, they were like, you're overvaluing Odell Beckham. Am I? Nope. Now you're not. Am I? And now you don't get him. Now you don't get him. So. Now Jarvis Landry's maybe a better quarterback than Baker. That was a dime. Yeah. And I love Stefanski's getting him involved. Yeah, Baker missed Odell on another touchdown pass. No. I mean, but they're masking it. And Miles Garrett's insane. Yeah, their defense is great. They get to the quarterback so easily. Um Dak was he was awesome though he was awesome I mean it's he's a fun it's a fun offense but how you can't you can't try to put up forty a game look I'm time. looking at the I'm looking at just the first half score right and it's thirty one fourteen and when your when your biggest and important most important piece is your running back Ezekiel Elliott who you've said multiple times is the best running back in the NFL pound for pound yeah pound for pound and you don't get you can't get him involved when you're down thirty one fourteen. It becomes impossible. The game script has completely changed, and you're going to air the ball out. CD, but you're two receivers, and CD's already jumped Gallup. For sure. And CD. He's better. He's insane. He's so good. And Cooper's awesome. Yeah. Amari Cooper, yak, is his yard. He's, he's, he's big, awesome. He's a, the catch. He looked big today. And even Dalton Schultz got involved. I mean, he's a, he was a good backup tight end. He's filling Dr. his Schultz. shoes well. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, unimpressed. Continuing to be unimpressed. If you can't stop a nosebleed, yeah. it doesn't matter how many points you put up. Not. All right. Hit me with one. Okay. Um, how about another uh, another upset, another interesting one? Panthers versus the Cardinals. Matt Rule is a better head coach than Cliff Kingsbury. That is my biggest takeaway. Mm. We were all jerking him off, jerking off Kyler, and I think Kyler's good. Didn't Matt, have a bad game. Matt Rule, give him some time to get adjusted. Look, this Cardinals offense is good. And Kyler did run the ball well, did not pass the ball, could not get anything going downfield. He finished with three touchdowns in the air. Less than 200 yards. Less than 200 yards. Matt Rule can run a good defense. The Panthers are not going to be competitive for the playoffs, but they could be a team that's farther along than everyone thought that they would be. Bridgewater is a good quarterback. Not great, but good. Good enough. Good enough. And they, everyone's like, oh. You'd rather have Bridgewater or Cousins? Bridgewater. Really? Yeah. Well, he used to be there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, and the receivers, Anderson, Samuel, and DJ Moore are Finally, good. Robbie Anderson. I mean, Adam Gase is just a terrible head coach. Robbie Anderson's been great. I mean, Gase has been, ooh, a little sound there. Gase is horrible. I'm we'll just, get into him. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's where offensive weapons go to die. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone goes to die. Um, but, no, I think my big takeaway from that is Matt Rule is a better head coach than Cliff Kingsbury. And as long as Cliff is in Arizona and Matt is in Carolina – Pound for pound, day to day, rule would be a will have a better career. Okay. Okay. That's my takeaway. Um, I mean, we couldn't have been more wrong about our boom of the week from fantasy. Couldn't have played any worse. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Drake. Drake. <laughs> as Nick, as Nick likes to say, um, he just uh, continues not to perform. Which Chase Edmonds got involved in the passing game, scored a touchdown. But again, Kyler Murray threw for 133 yards. His completion percentage was pretty good. He was 24 for 31. It's not terrible. Yeah. But, yeah. Completion percentage is more and more of a joke each and every year. 
with right. checkdowns. All exactly. It's just checkdowns, right? Because Carolina is their defensive game plan. Their car's completion good. percentage is unbelievable. Right. He's okay. Teddy Teddy was working today though. Yeah. Got one on the ground. Cool yeah. for them. One other thing for me, um, is this further proof that like again, we just talked about it with the Cowboys, but Chris McCaffrey, nowhere to be found, and they win the game handily without him. Mike Davis, 16 for 84 on the ground, 5.2 yards per carry. Same thing with Reggie Bonifant, 5.3 yards per carry. They both get in the end zone. It's just not the most important It's just not the most important position. Not saying that Chris McCaffrey isn't valuable. He's unbelievable. He's fantastic. But it's just not the most important position. Right. You don't win the game with the running back. Should they trade him? Who, McCaffrey? Yeah. It's a fat contract. He has got to come back healthy, and it's tough now. Now you're in a hole. Yeah. But you got to pay the man. You can't just like let him walk for for nothing. Of course not. All right, give me one. Give me another one. Um, let's go to. We didn't hit on the uh, the fantasy boom. We also didn't hit on this bet. Bookie Metz was wrong on the Colts and Bears over. Talk to me. Defensive game. I mean, both these defenses are top tier, but we knew the Bears defense was top tier, and I think people kind of forgot how good the Colts defense was and can be. Phillip Rivers continues to be unimpressive, but it doesn't matter because the defense held the Bears offense and Nick Foles, who was very good when he came in last week, to 11 points. They just could not finish. They couldn't get it done. The defense, Justin Houston, is an all-time underrated player. Having DeForest Buckner in the mix is is huge. Xavier Rhodes has been, like, solid. He, like, was brutal last year for Minnesota, and he's yeah. come over and he's been really good. And I love Darius Leonard. I love him. I love him. I, I think so good. this team is really good. Uh, Frank Reich's a great head coach. They're 3-1, and one, and I really think they, they can win the South. I think, yeah, I think, I think so it's possible. too. And I think the Bears can make the playoffs still. I think they got to kind of get – they got to figure out the offense now around Foles. Last week was a spark plug play. I think they got to stick with him, but they got to figure it out around him. They got to figure out how to get David Montgomery or some kind of run game going. He was terrible today. They have no sense of run game. Yeah, I mean, so I still you're not, like you're not he was good. Anybody. He was good last game, but I just don't think he's that – he's not going to be consistently Well, good. they don't have a backup running back now. Right. Cordell Patterson is their backup running back. He's a wide receiver. Um, he's a kick returner. He's a kid that yeah that that is his bread and butter. And Anthony uh, Miller still sleeping with the coach's wife. <laughs> he's about to get cut he, from my fantasy team. Did he get a, did he goose again? No, but close to it. Three for sixteen. Uh, I mean the Colts, they leave some to be desired on offense. Still, I don't think that they can get into shootout games. But they might not ever get into those games because their defense is so stalwart. If this wasn't on red zone, I wouldn't have watched this game. No, bored. Snooze fest. Snooze. Grab my pillow and get Robert horizontal <laughs> on that one. Uh, all right, let me give you this. Yeah, they have no receiver options. Yeah, uh, Bolts Bucks. Bolts Bucks. It was on Red Zone. It was also the regional Fox broadcast. Um, best believe I watched that game. Awesome game. And it was a really, really great game. Justin Herbert, just like Joe Burrow, continuing to impress. Um, but just uh tom outlasting the the chargers and the buccaneers continuing to find their groove they are very much depleted but he has a thing going with with mike evans i mean seven for 122 with the touchdown man mike evans is a grown man scotty miller got in the end zone and oj howard is a phenomenal tight end i mean the, he's, he's done though he's done he got hurt towards achilles oh my god it's terrible i didn't know that i didn't know that 
Torres Achilles. He's toast, unfortunately. Guy. Luckily, they do have Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Brate, who also caught a touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Um, great backup tight ends to have behind OJ Howard. But I mean, this this team just has a lot of different weapons, and Tom Brady makes you a weapon. He looked like Tom of old. I mean, he He's threw like five touchdowns. Scotty touchdown Miller and Justin Watson. Where does he find these little little, little wide, wide 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 receivers? Yeah, they just Watson's not him. little. How big is he? Scotty Miller's. Scotty Miller's tiny. He's teeny tiny. He's our size. What, Justin Watson's six three two sixteen. Really? Yeah. He's big. Okay, that's that shame does, on me. He does play in the slot though. Yeah, that's why. Okay, I, and he went to Penn, so I, I assumed. I presume. Sorry, that's that's on me. Um, I'll take the heat on that one. Yeah, but I think Tom just looked like Tom of old. Yeah. Um, he did throw an interception, but this Chargers defense is good. Give them credit. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't slow him down the entire game. Yeah. They did a really good job in the first half. But the time got to him, and you keep him out on the field that long. Yeah, and and he he got his. Um, but it just Herbert is nice, so competitive. I love him. He's Me a big, too. He's a big boy. Uh, Eckler. Eckler went down. That's really tough for them. Thanks. If you if Josh Kelly is available, you should go pick him up. Yeah. If he's not, I almost, I almost dropped him in our league. This week. We shouldn't drop him because he's going to get some action. So is Action Jackson, Justin Jackson. Action Jackson. Flaxing. Shares a uh, shares a, a name with. My Dallas map, Justin Jackson. Oh, nice. Laheim. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I just Does he have enough offensive weapons? I mean, look, this guy is making Jalen Guyton and Tyron Johnson relevant, which is crazy. Oh, they're not going to be good. No, but they'll be competitive in the same way that the Carolina Panthers are, are pretty competitive. They'll be fun. They'll be fun. They already which, have You know them. what? I think the Cardinals are fun. They're not great yet. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, like, fun teams that are kind of in that mid-zone. A lot of young guys. A lot of promise going forward. Um, we'll see if it turns into anything. Yeah, totally. Um, I will give you another one. Bills Raiders. The Bills Raiders. Um, I mean, what what more to say than than just the pass attack, baby? Josh Allen is slinging, and the minute you think he's gonna throw it over the top, that's when he runs it on you. He's a beast. He's he's awesome. Yeah. Again, the Raiders, I think, are a competitive team. Competitive. Um, but the, injuries. Derek, Derek Carr is a checkdown guy. Jacobs is you know, in and out of the in and out of the lineup, you know, and they're throwing in but they're, Jalen Richard on runs, Theo Riddick yeah. on runs. I mean, they're missing rugs. Hunter Renfro steps in, plays well. Nelson Aguilar, you don't really want him to be your third guy, but he's turned into it and he scored a touchdown today. Um, but the Bills are just look, they're not hurt outside of Moss not playing, but mm-hmm. Singletary gets the job done. Diggs is so fantastic for them. Yeah. I think that, you know, you said that the Vikings didn't lose the trade, but the Bills didn't lose the trade either. No, 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 no. Win-win. Win-win. It was a win-win, but really, like, having Diggs out there makes this Buffalo offense. No, they needed offense. But that's when you go do a thing Pushes like them to that. the next level. That's Pushes when you do something like that. You, get, you go and get a guy like that, and that's when you do it, when you're ready for it. Talk about a guy who's, who's spraying the ball all around. He had 10 different receivers that he had this game. It's a recipe for winning. I'm yep. really adamant about that. Um, and Josh Jacobs, he started off the year really good. He had three touchdowns in his first game. But now I'm a little concerned. Well, what happens is if they play a high-powered offense, again, it's the same problem with the Cowboys, right? <sighs> he is ran it, 15 times. He ran 15 times, but the, you know, it's just you know what they're gonna what they're gonna give you. The Raiders does not their offense doesn't give a ton of different looks. No, it's Waller across the middle. It's a deep shot to Renfro. Or Brian Edwards, whoever is the receiver that's healthy and it rugs, or you're running it up the gut with Josh Jacobs. There's yeah. no creativity involved in their no, offensive it's a little, scheme. It's a little pre- predictable. 
It's for very sure. predictable, and they just don't have the same weapons that the Buffalo Bills do on the opposite side. And also, Josh Allen can go run for a first down any down, any yeah. single down. <laughs> I just two different teams, two different tiers of teams right here. Yeah, agreed. All right, hit me with one. How about <laughs> our fun Sunday night game? It was a Sunday night game. Much to chagrin. The Eagles and the Niners, we were talking about this earlier because we hit on this pick. But tell me. Yeah, I mean, this game is – there was a couple snooze fests this weekend. Um, I was ha- I ended up being happy this was the Sunday night game because yeah. I could throw it up on my computer, I could bike, and I didn't have to really be super invested in it, and I could kind of watch it um, from afar. and just Actually, a really keep- good game. It ended up being – I got to watch the end of it because I was finished biking, and it ended up being a really good game. I read an article, watch out for Nick Mullins. He's going to be the next thing, the next backup. He's out. Yeah. He's done. They brought Beathard back in, and he actually put together a nice drive. I brought, just it, like, brought it with him one score. I think uh, the, the Niners are broken. Yeah, broken. And this is a lot. This is going to be a sunk year for them, unfortunately. They're broken. Their D Ford's out. Thomas is out. Nick Bose is out. Sherman's out. Their defense is patched together. Right. This was Debo's first game, Kittle's first game, no Mostert, no Garoppolo. I mean, it is a patched together team. Now, if they're the, if the they're healthy, issue, if their offense is healthy, they win this game, no question. Yeah, but this was a game we all pegged for a loss for the Eagles on the schedule when the season started, and they won it. That is a problem for Dallas, who just lost at home for the Browns. Now, all of a sudden, the Eagles got a win they were not supposed to get, and you weren't counting on. And, and they're now, the number one team in the division right now. Now they're first because the they division. have that tie. Say what you will about the tie, but they have the tie. With now the they Bengals. have the tie. They just never go away. They're pesky, and they'll f- somehow at this point find a way to win the division again. Um, I just think this. I think they caught lightning in a bottle when they won the Super Bowl, and I don't think what they have right now, this personnel. You know, we use the phraseology "bend don't break" all the time, but yeah. both these teams were broken. Yeah, totally. Coming to this game. Yeah, I don't think I don't foresee any of these teams going far, which is unfortunate because they have great fan bases. Give me another one. Um, let's go with the Ravens and the Washington Football Team. Pillow. A pillow. That's it. Lamest game of the week. What I should have bet my life on the Ravens winning. Yeah, my life. Did they, but did they cover? I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know I don't how they m- covered. I think they did. I don't know how much my life is worth, but whatever it's worth, I should have bet that. Yeah, I should have bet anything. Lamar had his first rushing touchdown of the year, fifty yards. I mean, they, this <laughs> this this Washington football team is a joke. No Chase Young. After that week one surprise, they're back down to earth. Right. I, I'm not going right. to get into this game. It's like took care of business. I Haskins, do think is, Haskins is on a short leash. We'll, we'll see when they pull the plug. The best thing we could hope for this Washington football team is to see Alex Smith this season. I would love to see him play again. That's all I'm looking for. Um, I truly believe that Terry McLaurin's a top 20 receiver in the league. Yeah, great, but they stink. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. Uh, Rams-Giants. Rams-Giants. I. The Rams are the best team in their division. Through and through, both sides of the ball. Better than the Seahawks? They're they're healthier right now. I think that gives them the edge. Wow, um, That's a crazy take. Maybe, but I I don't really think so. I think they should have won last game against the Bills. The Bills should be three and one. Yeah. Um, the Bills got really lucky on that pass interference call. Okay, some just desserts because the Rams got to the Super Bowl because of a pass a bad PI call. Um, different year, rules changed. Shouldn't have been PI called. They should have won that game. So they would be undefeated coming into this game. I mm-hmm. think that they just have such a good ba- a balance attack. Goff, Goff has found his legs again. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the run going so well, even though Henderson wasn't great today, Brown was effective enough. Where they just have these two guys that they can slot in there. 
Each of them are competent. If one guy doesn't have it, the other guy does. Yeah. Their offensive line is good. They have so many weapons. Gerald Everett runs for a touchdown. You have Higby. You have Woods. Mm-hmm. You have Cup, um, who drops a touchdown. Which, come on, Cooper, you're on our fantasy team. You gotta catch that. You gotta catch that second one. I'm getting greedy. Um, but look, they play the Washington football team next week. Then they get the Niners, who are we just talked banged about up. it, who are banged up and broken. Then they get the Bears, who we saw today aren't as good as we thought they were. And then they get the Dolphins, and that's the next four games. And then they play the Seahawks. So you think they're going to be seven? I and think one. they're both going to be seven and one going into that game. I think that the Seahawks either drop one against the divisional Cardinals, who put something together air raid style, or the Bills when they play them in that fourth week going into that Rams Seahawks game. And I think the Rams beat them in that game. Wow, I'll, where is it? It is in Los Angeles. Where do you, what do you want? What do you want to bet? Um, t-shirt jersey. Sure. Sure. Russell Wilson. I mean, I like. Look, I. I love Russ. It's too late. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying. You I hate him. <laughs> I don't hate Russell Wilson. <laughs> All right. I want to see him do well. I think that I just said Terry McLaurin's top 20 receiver in the league. I think that DK Metcalf is a top 15. Yeah. Um. I think they have an absolute steal with him. I think he's going to be like a top 10 receiver that we're talking about every single year. Maybe top five. Like the next 10 years, it's going to be DK and, and some other guys in there. Mm-hmm. When Julio, you know, when Julio's done and when Mikey T's done. I like Lockett, though. He's Lockett's a little, he's too. older, though. He's a little bit older. Hey, I, yeah, I mean, Lockett roasted us when he was on Kansas State. He's great. I thought it was He's th- torn me apart ever since I've been watching him. First three weeks, first three quarters, I'm like, dang, he smacked Sierra's bottom. And then <laughs> I, he came into the game and was good. <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes you got to go with kind of a hot take. But I really do think, you know, you were talking about Rule being a better head coach than than Kingsbury, and I think Kingsbury the hire was similar to um, bringing Sean McVay in. But I just think Sean McVay is actually a good head coach. No, he's great. Um, so you want Donald? Do you want Cup? You want Robert Woods or Goff um, or Jalen Ramsey, who's waited outside the locker room to fight Golden Tate? Crazy, awesome, awesome. So, Look, the Giants are not a good football team. No, but they took care of business today. The Rams took care of business. Yeah, well, yeah, they they won the game. Um, they won the game by nine points. Um, yeah, I'll take. I want Ramsey. <laughs> nice, cool, um, awesome. I'll take this uh, Seahawks Dolphins game. The Dolphins offense is good and fun, and they're gonna put up points and yards. And Russell Wilson also took care of business in Miami. He looked great once again, and I'm in on this team. I think they're gonna win. I I think they're gonna win the NFC. Okay. Okay. Which is we both picked them. We both picked them to which go is to the saying, Super Bowl. Yes, which is saying something because Rodgers is clearly on a war path. Yeah, I still think they're going to win the NFC. I think because the rest of the division. Yes, the NFC West is a lot of injuries. The Cardinals aren't that good. They're not quite there yet. No, but I think that they can get a game, and I think that even the Niners, when Garoppolo and the guys get back, can get a game. And I don't think that that's going to happen in the mm. NFC North. No. Okay, that's fair. It's a great point. Because the Vikings, uh, Rogers is going to pick them apart. He's going to pick apart the Lions. He's going to pick no, apart yeah, the Bears. You're correct. That's true. It's a good point. All right, we'll give you one. Okay. Lions, Saints. Lions, Saints. Um, I watched the first half of this game. I was like, oh, 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 maybe we made the wrong pick. I love a Lions upset. Again. I'm always down for it. But I think it's a similar situation with Brady where Breeze just gets it done. Yeah. Right? And he's got... His, run game's good. The run game is great. 
Latavius Murray had two touchdowns today. Alvin Kamara, we both, Josh and I have a fantasy team together. We played Latavius Murray. We're really happy about that. Kamara, of course, got his. Um, their offense is just very, very efficient. And their defense got it done. Yeah. They got into this game in the second half. Yeah. And they put the Lions to rest. After that brutal start, they got into it. Yeah. Yeah. All but right. I love Matt Stafford. I'm always yeah, rooting for always. him to, to upset someone. He's the man. I hope he goes somewhere new. He was our stream city, and he had a good game. Yeah, he did have a good game. Galladay looks solid. Hawkinson's yeah. good for like one touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Like two receptions. Adrian Peterson is got that, in the end zone. He's, he's huge. He's huge. All right, give me the last one. Last game, again, like we mentioned, two Monday night games. Um, and then, of course, the Steelers and the Titans got put on by. Yeah. Um, but this game was not on Sunday. It was on Thursday. Thursday. Night. The Broncos and, and John's Jets. <laughs> My dad's Jets. Both these teams will have new head coaches next year. Really? Fangio's yeah. gone. Older, kind of guy. Yeah, it's not going to last. New quarterback. They're going to be picking. If they're picking in the top five, they're going to take Fields, Lance. And Sewell's gone, which he probably will be. If they can't get Penny Sewell, they're going to take Lawrence, Fields, or Lance, one of the three. And wow. And bye-bye, Drew Locke. I'm not whatever. I've never been sold on him. Maybe maybe he comes back and crushes it and saves Fangio's job. It's a hot take, but I think Fangio's gone next year. I think Gase if I, I don't know how I don't, he has a job. I, to push back, I really th- I really think they like Locke. Yeah, I think they did too. But I if think he of, was their guy Fields is better. If they have the opportunity to take Fields, they're gonna take him. Well he's you a gotta look to the future though, and you have to eventually Von Miller's gone. He's hurt this year. I, there's no one like in the draft. I mean, there, I would. Micah Parsons is good. Uh, Rousseau's good on uh, on Miami, but if you can get Fields, you're going to take him or Lawrence even. But they're not because the Jets are going to take Trevor Lawrence. You think they're going to be that bad? The Broncos lock is out for a number of weeks, and yeah. they play these other. They, they it's like and they barely beat the Jets. I, this game stunk. I couldn't. It's horrible football. I don't really know why they're playing. Why they're not playing Driscoll? I don't know why that they play the brought worst games every Thursday night. I think next week is the Chiefs. They finally get a good Thursday night game. Jerry Judy scored his first touchdown. Told you he's it was going to happen. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's great. But this though, that game was terrible. I mean, I don't know how Gase has his job. Still, he's he's the Donald Trump of the NFL. I have no idea how he has his job. We posted a, a fun little reel of Sam Darnold. <laughs> running to his next, <laughs> running for his life to his next contract. Yeah, his next team. Um, yeah, that's the kind of crazy that he had a fifty-plus yard run. Yeah, ridiculous. Sick. Running for his life. That's what he's doing. Running for his life. Yeah. Fun show. Great stuff. NFL, NBA, baseball, a little bit. Longhorns fans out there. Drag both feet inbound, swinging a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free, hit your free throws, wide toss. Because they are free. Because they free. We out you. And Jimmy Butler does. Yeah, yeah, he does. We out you. We love you. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice.
Bases loaded. Two out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.